and welcome to Heartstock Radio. I'm your host, Carol Murphy, and Daniel Hogan is in the studio. Today, our guest is Lisa Regan and Caitlin Graves. They're both with Lighthouse Enterprises, LLC. In just a moment, they will be with us and share their stories. As usual, you can email us at heartstockradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. In just a moment, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening. For you and me. As I went walking that ribbon of highway, I saw listening to Heartstock Radio. I'm your host, Carol Murphy. Today, we're speaking with Lisa Regan and Caitlin Graves, both of Lighthouse Enterprises. Hello, Caitlin, and hello, Lisa. Hi, Carol. Thanks so much for having us. Mm. Thank you for being on Heartstock. It's a blessing to be here. (laughs) So um, this is kind of unusual. We're all in Butte, We don't always get to speak with people directly in the community here, so I'm very excited about our show today. Can either of you, I don't know, whichever one would like to speak first, uh, give us a little introduction. What is Lighthouse Enterprises and what do you do there? Absolutely, Carol. So So this is Caitlin? This is Caitlin. Yes, thanks, Carol. Fantastic. That's okay. Yeah. So we are wealth coaches. We have recently kind of rebranded our business, and really our purpose um, is to empower individuals with their relationship to money and wealth so they can really start living in alignment with their core values and create the life that they want to see. And we truly believe that wealth is an inside job. And my partner, Lisa Regan, has over... 30 plus years in the financial industry, wearing all kinds of different hats. And so she is really our money expert. And we really just live to empower people so that they can understand their money, but live in harmony with their money as well. Mm. Well, that opens up a whole lot of questions. But before we go there, how did you guys meet? And what was the impetus of forming your partnership? This is Lisa. I I wanted to take this one, Caitlin. (laughs) Because I am Caitlin's mother. Ah, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) And when did you decide that you were going to work together and how did that, that all come to be? Go ahead, Caitlin. Oh, okay. So about 2019, uh, Lisa Regan was Um, New York Life Insurance agent, and she had been partnered with my grandfather, Joe Shoemaker, and my grandfather passed away. And when he passed away, she asked me if I wanted to come on board. And that's how um, our working relationship started, Kara. And were you always Lighthouse? And was that always the concept from the get-go? Oh, no, no, this has definitely evolved. So from with New York Life, Lisa being an agent, um, and I was her managing, basically her assistant there, then 
what you're doing as an agent is you're um, offering products, right? And so you're not also, according to law, allowed to offer services. And so as Lisa and I were going through this journey with New York Life, um, we really wanted to also start offering. We'd seen so many people that when you lose a loved one, they don't understand the next steps and they are grieving, they're mourning, and it's such a hard time. And then you start piling all these other things on top of it. And so we really wanted to offer services to help them before they ever had to go to that step where you're dealing with grief and you're dealing with loss and you're trying to get all their affairs in order. And so that's how Lighthouse Enterprises evolved. And we call ourselves the Lighthouse Ladies because we had to shift out of products to offer services to really start growing awareness and getting out the information so people have a really solid financial plan and they understand the ins and outs of when their spouse passes, a loved one passes, and what all that entails before they ever have to get to that point. And Lisa, you mentioned that, or maybe it was Caitlin that mentioned your grandfather. Can you tell us a little bit about that in your family business, it sounds like? What made you decide, Lisa, to join your grandfather? And what was that like for you? Wow, thanks for asking, Carol. It was very impactful. So as Caitlin mentioned, Joe Shoemaker was a huge influence in the Butte community. He was so involved with uh, the Greenway as he was so passionate about Butte. And he was also very passionate about the solutions the New York Life products created. And I was at a crossroads in my life in 2013. And I I was living in the state of Washington at the time. And I reached out to Joe and asked, you know, what he thought about, because at once upon a time when I was in my early 20s, I was a New York Life agent. And I wasn't mature enough to handle everything that went in and have this strong burning belief that life insurance was a great solution for people. You know, so you fast forward 20 plus years and wisdom comes along. So I asked Joe what it would be like to join New York Life again. And so we got the ball rolling and he mentored me along with Harp Cody, who's also a Butte icon and other agents to be able to be in service to people so that for those you love and care about, have a financial protection plan, right? And it's basically through life insurance at that time. And so as Joe mentored me and we got to touch so many lives, especially post someone you know passing on, it was huge. And we would see so many important documents get missed, um, beneficiaries really not getting updated. And as I was going through my evolution in the New York life world and helping people solve their problems with product, what really touched my heart was education. 
and being in service in that way. It's more important in my heart that people know so that they can continue growing and expanding and developing what they want. And as Caitlin came on board, once Joe passed, there was a huge void in my life for, all right, um, Joe's legacy through me, the void was, I want to go service-centered rather than product-centered. And allowing and giving myself permission to make that move, as you're keenly aware in industry and business, there's there's just, they buy the rules. And it wasn't something that New York Life was open to saying, you can do both things. We are product-centered and it was a conflict of interest. And so really intuitively and feeling into our hearts as Caitlin and I were masterminding what to do next, it became really clear that we just wanted to teach and empower people to empower themselves through solid wealth work. And it seems like those two things, service and product, would go hand in hand. Can you help us understand why the law doesn't allow that or what the law is exactly? So each company, insurance company, has their own specific rules and regulations. When it comes to education with money, beneficiaries, how products work, and being compensated, so it goes back to being compensated. In a product-based industry, it's either you're able to charge a fee or you have a commission. In transitioning to just simply being in service and educating someone how you'd like to set up your beneficiaries for a life insurance policy or a retirement plan and how you really want to structure your financial foundation. We couldn't charge for that is the bottom line. And I really wanted to move into what for me was more service. So the the rules and regulations with the Securities and Exchange and FINRA and the insurance company itself said it's a conflict of interest. You cannot do both. Is that did that answer your question, Carol? Yeah, yeah. It just it doesn't seem like uh, the best model, but <laughs> I'm I'm just learning, like all of our listeners. So thank you for explaining that. I was also wondering, you know, what came before New York Life and Lighthouse? What all have you done before, and how has that kind of helped and prepared? So many of our guests have really diverse backgrounds. I'm wondering, is is that the case for you guys as well? Absolutely. So for me, as my journey has gone, being like 20 plus years, Caitlin Sr., I am a Butte Central graduate. And then I went on to the University of Montana and got my Bachelor of Science degree in business administration. I went to work in California for a period of time in personal finance. And it was all about money. (laughs) And then when I moved back to Butte, I moved into insurance. We did network marketing. I know some people are aware of network marketing companies like Amway or Mary Kay. 
Rodanen Fields to give people a framework for that. And then I transitioned from a divorce and finding what did I really want to do. So I went to Montana Tech in their nursing program and got my RN degree. I had a physical situation that came up that functionally I could no longer work direct one-on-one with clients or patients in the nursing world. So then it was like, all right, what next? And then insurance came back into my awareness and that's when I reached out to Joe. So there's my background in education and I've I've moved away from Butte and back to Butte and moved away from Butte and back to Butte. So presently, this is where my husband and I reside. And it's a really good thing because my mom now is a widow. It's really wonderful to be support for her. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Caitlin? Can you tell us a little bit about your background? I mean, we know that Lisa's your mom. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> that is a good start, isn't it? Awesome. So I actually grew up in the big hole in Wise River, Montana, till I was 13, roughly. As Lisa mentioned, there was a divorce. And then I ended up in the Bitterroot Valley, basically just kind of my dad moved over here and I moved over here with him. And then from there, so I have a, a lot different story than Lisa. I um, was pregnant with my daughter at 17. So I got my GED. And then from there, I did all kinds of food industry work. I did housekeeping, some um, just kinds of all odds and ends jobs, and then ended up being the manager at our local restaurant. And basically by then, I was with my husband, who also has a son. So we then had two kids together. And... From there, we stayed in the Bitter Valley, but we ended up finding our own home. So that was super empowering. And that was with the help of my grandpa. And then we had two more kids together. So I have a six-year-old, an eight-year-old, a 13-year-old, and a 15-year-old, three boys and one girl. And I had kind of moved in and out of being a manager, um, an assistant. I had done a lot of different kinds of pieces, whether it was in Um, restaurant work, or I also done what we would call customer service work where you're doing surveys for something like Hyundai's. So we did surveys for them. So I kind of bounced around in all kinds of different places for me. And being a young mother at that time, kind of going back, fell into deep depression. I lost my best friend and my daughter was probably about one kind of coming out of that piece to then really meet my husband now who is disabled and start building our lives. As a teenager, I definitely struggled um, with addiction, depression, and just a whole list of things that were really difficult that I've now done a lot of healing, now being 31, done a lot of healing to really find myself and teach myself how to love myself, if that kind of adds up. So. I went the hard path pretty much my whole life. And then, you know, Lisa and I had talked about some different things and some different ideas that we would like to see for because I don't, anybody who's ever been a single mom and on food stamps and struggling with money 
and just having this idea in your head that you're never going to have enough and that you can't get ahead and you can't catch up. That's the kind of person we want to empower because I've been that person and I know the struggle and it's really difficult because the resources aren't there available to you when you're kind of in the trenches. So Lisa and I have a, a really specific understanding, you know, she came out of her divorce and different things that we want to impact how people are able to live. Mm-hmm. And we want them to know that, in our opinion, it is their absolute divine right to be abundant and have everything that they need in life. So we're going to take our midway point break in just a moment. We'll be back and we'll talk more about that. Can't wait to hear more. This is Heartstock. Heartstock Radio. I'm your host, Carol Murphy. And we were just speaking with Lisa and Caitlin about empowerment, financial empowerment. You know what it's like. For some folks, it's a little easier. <laughs> For others, myself included, there's a little struggle involved. So Caitlin, you were just sharing kind of your, your own evolution and Lisa did as well. How do you go about empowering those folks who are struggling and, you know, embracing that divine right, as you put it. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that we really have found is a very useful tool. We have partnered, and I know this kind of jumps ahead, but Bob Proctor and Napoleon Hill have been some of our biggest mentors And then we also have a wonderful lady by the name of Dolly Alessandra, who has been absolutely so no different than a doctor needs a doctor. We are firm believers that you find a mentor that truly resonates with with you and whatever you're looking to improve in your life, whether that be your finances, your physical health, all the pieces that really create an abundant, healthy lifestyle. So we have done so much work with these mentors who have huge success stories, huge, huge, huge success stories, um, and became a part of their programs and allowed them to, I think the first part of it is to be teachable. Um, You need to be open to changing something if you want it to change. That's always the first step in whatever you would like to see making a difference in your life. So we have taken their tools that have worked for thousands upon thousands of people. And we have developed our own tools that also create the same kind of resonance. So we use different techniques, different programs, but the first part is always your mindset because how you perceive is how you're going to believe. And when you can shift your perception, you can shift your belief. And that is where we start with folks. We always start with the inner work because wealth is an inside job. And to us, wealth truly means peace of mind. You could define it as something different for yourself, Carol, but that's and peace of mind in any situation because life is up and down. It is a roller coaster and you're going to have really great times and you're going to have really hard times. 
But when you have a great mindset, no matter where you're at, whether you're going into something, coming out of something, or going back into something, it's going to make such a huge difference. And then Lisa, being our financial expert, we have just a huge bag of tools, right, to really start helping you create the lifestyle you want with the money you want. Um, We truly believe that it is just the law of circulation and money is the tool that we use to be able to help ourselves in life. That's It's just a tool. So if you're always looking at money as a weapon, you're already kind of a sinking ship. And most of the time we're not given good, how would I put that, good information or good support from a young age on how to deal with money. There's a lot of money fear in the world. There's a lot of money shame. And especially for women. So Lisa and I, coming from that viewpoint, that standpoint, that we really want to create understanding and awareness because that gives you empowerment. The more you understand something, the more you're able to use that tool effectively. So that's, does that answer your question, Carol? Indeed. Um, So how do we change our minds about these things? I mean, I definitely felt a connection and identification when you use the word shame. Oftentimes, if you're not well off, you really look down upon those who are. It's kind of like you have money and I don't. And the reason I don't have money is because you do. (laughs) I don't know. Crazy, isn't it? it. Just crazy. All these crazy things that we've taken on in life, maybe unconsciously evenly. So how do we change those subconscious ideas in our head that uh, block us? Absolutely. And I'm going to let Lisa take that question because we want to keep it short, but it's such a powerful shift that you create from your subconscious mind. Wow. So ultimately, when we're looking at the results that we have in our bank account and comparing that to someone else's, the only way I have understood how to change anything in my life is to change my belief about it. And that's where I have the jurisdiction, the sovereignty to say, all right, enough is enough on shaming myself when there is so much prosperity and abundance out there. And basically, by harnessing mentorship with someone who can assist you and changing your belief. But what it boils down to is you'd really, really, really have to want to change your belief and be willing to go and do whatever it takes. For me, that was getting sick and tired of being sick and tired of the money shame, the money roller coaster, and being able to be an abundant person for my daughter was my whole motivation to and then it became a passion that it's like this is available and it's everyone's divine right to change their belief and relationship and it does start on the inside but it begins with a belief shift and constance-based repetition is something to get really really involved with and begin to love it and so of course it's a process and by working with the mentors that we have had, and Bob Proctor's story is so amazing, and he has transitioned 
or he didn't graduate from high school. He quit when he was a sophomore and he financially was a horrible mess and he had a horrible, horrible, horrible attitude and he lived through the depression and he started his journey into Think and Grow Rich, which was the book by Napoleon Hill that changed his life permanently into one of what he wanted to create. He went from being in huge amounts of debt in 1961 to creating relationships and money abundance. He has a quote that it's like, service is what we do and money is something we use to be amplify our service. And I'm wondering what lays ahead? Do you guys have anything that you can share about the future and um, what lays ahead for you guys and what you're offering? Caitlin? Oh, absolutely. So um, we have, I think the first piece as Lisa's talking about is the mindset. So we have, you really do need to have a big, hairy, audacious goal. That's what we call it. And a our big, big hairy, audacious goal. A big, hairy, big audacious. hairy, audacious goal. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yes. So it's got it. Your purpose has to be just as powerful as what's holding you back. So that is really the key in changing your belief system. Because when you change how you believe, you change your habits. It's I can compare it. A great comparison is going to the gym. You have to build the habit for the change to happen. So that's where we help people. We help people be accountable. We help them get aware and we help them build the habit. And we would like to see what it would be called Lighthouse Academies. And this would be a place for all people to come. And because I have children, we're really passionate about starting this education for children early, um, making them extremely aware before you get all this kind of built-in programming from the outside world from your parents, from all these different places about what money is and how it should be circulated. So Lighthouse Academies is a place where people can come and get the education, resources, accountability, and support that they need. And then it's also a conglomerate of really holistic people, whether that be massage therapy, doctors that are, we want to address the whole because you're a whole being. So you need to address every facet of that being. That's your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your financial health. And so that's what Lighthouse Academies looks like in a 3D physical world to have different places where, you know, kindergartners through 12th grade through adults, you can come and you can get the support and resources you need to be abundant in yourself and whatever your dreams are. Mm. And our last but very important question, how might folks find you? Are you also working with people in just Montana or is this kind of a national program? Absolutely national program. Um, Obviously, COVID has changed everything for everyone. So we've really been able to utilize all the platforms to be able to connect with people in state, out of state. And so we have a Facebook page that is Lighthouse LLC. Our Instagram tag is Lighthouse under slash. 111. So we really, we have a website. We do face-to-face. We do Zoom. We really create it all. Lisa has a wonderful shared space in Butte that we also use because she does sole purpose hand mapping to meet with local folks. So we, we've just created what we envision being a 
powerful way to reach as many people as we can. Thank you so much for sharing your stories and all that you're doing here on Heartstock. I appreciate that. It's wonderful. Is there an opportunity to just give a huge shout out to Amy Schulte and all the volunteers for Hearts and Handbags? Oh, yes. That's um, February 18th in Butte. Absolutely. And Amy Schulte has Moonlight Marketing and Events, and she's local in Butte. You can find her on Facebook as well. One of our amazing female leaders in Butte, Deb Penner, is a part of it. And so Hearts and Handbags is one fundraiser for safe space that is so critical. That's where they raise all their money for operating. Yes, thanks for giving us uh, a heads up on that. And thank you both for being on Heartstock. And as usual, we will be back next week. Until then, peace. Heartstock Radio is a production of KBMF 102.5 Butte America Radio. Hear our programs every Friday at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time via live stream at butteamericaradio.org.